0: Hello there. It's been 12 days since my last confession. No, but really, um, it's been like 12 days since the last episode, um, of this podcast of the dumpster fire train wreck of my life. Um, so I have been doing stuff like it's been a while, you know, stuff happened, things happened. Mostly me meeting people and, you know, all sorts of weirdness comes along with that. Um, I know in a previous episode, I mentioned that I was doing medication and things were going really well and then suddenly they just plummeted. I assume my body became tolerant to the medication that I was taking that was actually working and I hadn't fully transitioned to the longer term medication that was supposed to take over basically before the tolerance happened. So it's, it's been a fun couple of weeks, um, not even two weeks, but almost, almost. Um, I also had a lot go on with, um, my writing journey. You, you may or may not know that I am a writer and I do some writing on medium.com and I have a website and you know, all this other good stuff, uh, monsteralley.com. If you're looking to look for that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I decided I'm going to go on a more dig deep kind of journey with my writing rather than going broad. And that's been, kind of rearranging a lot of the plans that I had previously, which is another dumpster fire all on its own. And reading, I'm trying to read more. I have another podcast that I've just barely started doing called Tam Reads. And I'm reading different fiction books and having some feedback and and reaction to it. Basically, it's it's like a, a let's play, but with reading. And, you know, it may or may not do anything, but I find it to be fun and it helps me read more which really I don't read nearly enough for the amount of writing that I do so you know those those are things that I feel like are, are good for the soul for me to work on and then out of like nowhere with the meds going wonky and the writing and the reading just I randomly decided amongst all the chaos that I needed to connect with an old friend or two as if I wasn't busy enough already. Like I just added more to my plate to do. Cause that's just what I do, right? That's, that's exactly what I do. I, I find things that interest me, things are fun, and I start going after those things. And then suddenly I feel like I'm being rolled down a hill and the anxiety ramps up and, and, It's this whole, like, anxiety spiral where I'll feel normal, I'll get excited for something, then I'll get excited for other things, and somehow it turns from excitement into anxiety and then becomes overwhelm, and then becomes burnout, and then becomes depression. And then when I finally get through the depression to where I feel normal again, naturally I start getting interested in things all over again it's it just keeps happening it's this cycle that that keeps on repeating and I've known about it for a while like this is not a new thing this isn't something that just happened yesterday it's not something that I just found out about but you know a lot of people have suggested here and there like oh maybe you're bipolar but like typically when I go to a professional to talk to them and they analyze what I'm doing and how everything's going, they're like, you know, it really sounds like your anxiety is causing the depression. So like, it's more of an anxiety thing. And I, I tend to agree the times when I've self-medicated, um, it was, you know, to get the anxiety to go away. And I, I oftentimes didn't have that cycle at least it wasn't as bad it was self-medicating so it wasn't nearly as as effective as actually getting help to get medicated so I want to stress that right there but you know the meds the meds have been kind of working even though they aren't really like they're wonky but it's still there it's still it's still a little lower like I'm at 70 or 80 percent of my normal anxiety and you know while I was going through this most recent overwhelmed part of my anxiety spiral I had well I had a, a therapy appointment actually and and during that appointment while well, I was I was explaining you know I was excited and she was like well part of you know following your your north star she's very big in the into that book uh, is, is you know, being able to follow where your, your spirit is taking you, you know, you might be taking you towards doing projects, but then it also takes you towards resting. And I'm like, that's not really what feels like it's happening. Like what feels like is happening is that I feel pulled towards these things. But like I, the energy pulling on me or pushing on me is just too much for me to handle like it just becomes overwhelming and and while I was explaining all of that 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 whole process where like I have to learn how to like cut those ties all together whether it's an excitement that you know my spirit is like yes let's do this it makes our heart sing or if it's something that I feel like obligated to do it doesn't matter they all just have to like just all of it gone so that I can rest so that I I can actually do things again. Otherwise, I will burn out, and I'll be down for like months sometimes with depression where I can't get out of bed. And I had I had this sort of like flash of memory where I guess because the meds were still kind of working well enough to, that the anxiety wasn't at a hundred, I remember like I could feel the difference. Between the excitement pulling me forward and this this feeling behind me, not like physically behind me, but you, you, you kind of feel, when you feel obligated to do it, it's not something pulling you forward, it's something pushing you from behind, right? Like it's, it's something like that, but it was an obligation, not at face value anyway. And I, I had a sort of flash of memory of like a multitude of different tiny moments throughout my childhood. And like there's 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 tons of them, but they all add up to this thing that's now behind me that pushes me. You know, one example of this is like um I remember when I was a little kid, my mom would be in a hurry and this happened often. Like I don't know why it happened so often that we were always in a hurry. And it always seemed to be my fault. But I when I'm looking back, I've had a child. I know that it's not usually like that cut and dry. As a as a parent, you have to like corral the child. But they're they're gonna do what they're gonna do. It's not their fault if they're not going fast enough. Like it's more your fault if you didn't plan for that amount of time to to need to get ready. So like I remember her like harping on me let's go we gotta go get your shoes on it doesn't matter if they're tight or not you, you can tie them in the car come on we have to go or like going to a fast food restaurant like looking at the menu and like I have I, since a young really young age I, I've always had this problem being able to choose, like, it takes me a while. I really need to, like, read all of the things on the menu to know, like, and 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 imagine, like, okay, what would this taste like? What would it feel like to experience this before I can make a choice? I've always been this way. Even back when I was a little kid and I remember, I'm, I know that there were moments where I had time, where where she gave me time but I remember the ones where I wasn't given the time and my mom would get fed up with me and just order something for me. And I would just have to accept it because like, what do you do? You're I was a little kid. I was way too young to be able to fight back. And you know, tell her, no, I, I wanted, you know, I, I probably did at some point fight back and be like, no, I want, but I wanted, I wanted this. And, you know, it was probably one of those, well, it's too late now you're getting this, you know, and then you just, you just learn, well, that's what's going to happen. If I, if I take too long, this is, it's just going to be decided for me. And it's just little memories like that. Just, they're not, they're not like technically abusive per se, but they're they're very impatient. It's 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 a it's like a chronic impatience that built up in my childhood to become this like monkey on my back that's constantly screaming in my ear. You need to go faster. You need to do it more. You need to to go to do it all, to do it right and to do it now. And it's constantly telling me that I'm too slow, that I I I'm not that I have to catch up. I'm not moving fast enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I, I you know, it, it, it expanded in all sorts of crazy ways I don't think that my mom's completely responsible for all of them. But I think, I think the seed was from those seemingly innocuous moments that I, I'm, I'm certain many of us that were born in the eighties had the, th- that was the time, man. And everybody was go go go, do do do. Everything was right now, and there wasn't there wasn't a lot of space for kids to take their time in a lot of families. Um, so I know that my experience isn't unique. It's also not ubiquitous, but it's not unique. It's not. It's not like I'm the only person who's had this happen but i mean at the same time like it's great to know that okay well this is definitely a seed that is causing some of my anxiety at least i don't know what to do with it like i look at it and i'm like i i can see that it's something that needs to be dealt with but i have no idea how do you how do you rip out the roots of your of your childhood so that they're no longer on your back pushing you forward from a place of, of impatience. I, I, I honestly don't know. So I think it might be time to go into this, um, this specific type of therapy called EMDR, uh, that stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So basically they get you to relive, the, the experiences, and then using, like, making you move your eyes in certain ways, it sort of remaps your brain. Like, I don't know, it sounds a little bit like magic to me, but that's that's kind of what I understand of EMDR, and and I think that this sounds a lot like one of those situations where it would really help to use that, because maybe... I don't know, maybe by moving my eyeballs while I'm remembering these, these tiny little memories, maybe it can reprogram my brain to stop screaming those things at me, you know, maybe the medications that I'm on, the, maybe they can get to a point where they can keep me stable enough to get through that and come out the other side without that voice screaming at me anymore and I, I I start to think now like what 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 would I even look like without that that push behind me? Like who would I even be? I don't even know. Like it's been there for so long. And I can see from my experiences, like, I don't need it. There are plenty of things pulling me forward. I have the excitement. It happens. Like, there are things I want to do. It's not like I need to have it to push me forward. I think I did when I was younger. I think when I was younger, I was very depressed because of the anxiety. But I didn't have a whole lot of excitement to pull me forward, to pull me out of it. So it it became this loop, like a necessary loop. But I don't need that loop now. I don't know, just the idea of not having it anymore is very compelling and very interesting to me. And... You know, I'd love to, like, look at it and be like, oh, maybe that is the source of all of my anxiety. And the truth is, it probably isn't. There's probably more to it. But it's a big one, you know. And even if it doesn't get rid of all of the anxiety, I I feel like there's there's a, I don't have to get down to zero, you know. I, I, I feel like if I just got down to like 40, that might be enough. I don't know. I think everybody has a little bit of anxiety. So hoping for all of it to go away is just silly. But I I, I do think that maybe doing this may help. I guess we'll find out in a, a future episode. If you're listening to this way, way, way in the future, I probably already know where this journey leads. But right now I am super excited to see where this goes. So I hope you follow along with me.